Hello everyone, The Vern here, Cinema Recall. Thank you so much for checking out this latest episode. Uh, before we begin, uh, I should mention right off the bat that Ashley and I completely forgot to mention about the recent passing of Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman. Uh, just had a bunch of things in our head and I can't believe we just completely forgot to mention the passing of one Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. But don't worry, we plan on releasing a full episode where we go over all of our favorite hits of Pee Wee Herman and other stuff that Paul Rubens has done in his career. So look for that coming out soon. Uh, also, I want to give our condolences to the friends and fans of director William Friedkin, who also passed away recently. He's best known for directing The Exorcist and uh, French Connection. My favorite movie he's done is Bug with Ashley Judd. I think that's probably one of his best. Uh, but anyways, I hope you still enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, rate us and review us on your favorite podcast app. Listen to us every Sunday at 8.30pm at Full Swap Radio Vanilla Sunday Program. Uh, anyways, folks, I doubt it on long enough here. I love you all very much, and let's get on to the show. Later. Bye. This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity, so parental guidance is suggested. We have such sights to show you. After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Oh well. <laughs> la di da, la di da, la la. Yeah. Welcome back to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hi. Hello, hello to people out there watching us live. You must have the day off, or you're sick, <laughs> or you're calling into work. That's what I'm thinking right now. Is that you're probably just really sick. Yeah, I've been really sick. Or that, or your TV's off. Your Roku yeah. doesn't work. That's right. Yeah, um, you, Name all of the reasons why someone <laughs> would be watching us right now. You're randomly stumbled on YouTube like, whoa, who are Ooh, these people? <laughs> I saw a live notification, and then I clicked on it, and then I unclicked on it. That's <laughs> what I do. I regret it, Mike. This is right away to do that. I do, I do do that. I'm like, oh, something went live, and I'll click. And then I'm like, but do you, unclick. And then I just log off. I feel kind of guilty. <laughs> By clicking on someone's live video, I have to watch a little bit of it. Oh. I, I feel guilty because no, I'm afraid. I, I'm like, that. <laughs> I'm afraid so that they're just. <laughs> but we're grateful you're here. Hello, welcome to Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, I am Vern. I'm Ashley. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since we got together. How have you been? Oh, well, you know, blocking bitches. Cleaning out my cleaning out my man closet. Your man closet. Like, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. Soon yeah. I'm, I'm going to be gone soon. But Vern, it's okay. you're out of here. So yeah, far, what I'm, do you bring to the table anyway? Whatever. Friendship. I bring friendship. And comedy. Comedy, friendship, comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Cool concert tickets for shows. Oh, yeah. You did give me a really great birthday gift. Yes. All right. Yes. I had to keep you around till, just, till just, that is Just until that's done. It's over. <laughs> okay. And then, and then we're done. And then we have, that was a whole new test for you there. Uh, but anyways, folks, welcome here. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, thank you very much for available on GoodPods, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Whole bunch of places. We're also available on YouTube and Grid Pods, all those places. So thank you very much. Support us on Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash pod. Because if you're a podcast listener, you're going to get the show early. Do you want to know a, a really fun little secret? Is that I can't ever watch our shows. You can um, never watch Or sh- hear them before they're released because I'm, I'm not a Patreon member of my own show. Well, because why, why, why? So I pay five dollars, so I can. I don't pay five dollars for my own show too, but <laughs> other great people do. But and other we... great people do. No, I'm just saying. Like I've tried to watch it before. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to wait. Even I have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but I appreciate you sharing them. Uh, so I'll give shouts to our wonderful Patreon supporters. Okay, do it to it. At the end of the show. Oh, I thought maybe we were gonna get it. Out oh there. no, we're gonna do that at the end of the show. Mm. Uh, but we have seen a few movies. We have out in theaters and at home. Um, first one, I well, first of all, I want to talk about Barbenheimer. Mm. The whole thing. You know, it was. Uh, I think it was just a real, real 
hit of the summer. It was very. Hit I didn't of the think summer. anybody knew it was going to be that great. I didn't think it was there. Barbenheimer, just Barbies and bombs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> uh, I just really enjoyed the fact that you have these two very different movies, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Oh, sorry, and I'm yawning. I'm didn't get enough sleep. Well, we'll, we'll be this Oppenheimer Barbie. Uh, if you don't know, Oppenheimer is a new movie from Christopher Nolan, uh, all about the atom bomb. Atom bomb. The guy who created the atom bomb. And I was very excited to see Oppenheimer because Nolan was going to bring the movie back to theaters in film format. Oh. So it was in 70 millimeter and 35 millimeter. I got to see it in 70 millimeter over at the EMC Southdale. Oh, that's cool. And it was very cool, except for the fact that the projectionist. He had a little difficulty switching. Getting the movie started. No, switching oh. roles was fine. Okay. It's just when he got started, it was like off-centered and seven millimeter. You got like these tables of film about the size of the table that we're on now. Mm -hmm. So like six feet by yeah by four feet. And you had to have like a crew, usually with thirty-five millimeter. We went to a Parkway Theater. Yeah. Shout out to Earl Lux at the Parkway Theater uh, when he does the wheels for thirty-five millimeter. They're a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. um, 70 millimeter you didn't have like a crew of three or four people to change your wheels okay so uh did good job with that the movie itself was okay mm -hmm. i didn't see why a lot of people love the movie because it is visually kind of cool yeah a lot of tension and suspense i just did not care one bit about, about him making the bomb or not i wish the movie would have been done from other people's perspectives okay not just his right I want to see the aftermath of people who are affected by the bomb. Right. You know, like I think a really great movie that deals with nuclear war is Grave of the Fireflies. I've not seen that. Let's go on. This new Ghibli movie, uh, which is about these two kids in the aftermath mm -hmm. of the bomb and they're trying to find their mom. Oh, yeah. that sounds gut wrenching. It's it's a it's a very much uh for those who have seen Grave of the Fireflies, it is a very serious movie it's a studio ghibli movie okay and it came out around the same time as um uh, uh my neighbor totoro oh all right. so they used to actually have screenings of my neighbor totoro mm -hmm. and grave of the fireflies oh because you have this very heavy hidden drama about nuclear war with kids mm -hmm. and so they put that with a double feature of something with, light light heartwarming right. with my neighbor totoro so I'm glad they did that with that. So um, that's kind of the same thing with the uh, Oppenheimer. The only doing... thing I really heard about um, Oppenheimer was um, someone had complained. I don't know who it was that there was um, not there was like no main character who was a woman who had like anything to say for like the first thirty to forty minutes. And I thought to myself, well, like think of the era mm -hmm. <laughs> that we're in. Like, what lady? What, like. This is about the atom bomb. We don't have to come up with a character so a woman speaks. That's true. Because back then, it didn't matter what the fuck we said. We were supposed to be making pies and babies and keeping a house clean. So anyway, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. all I heard about it, though, was somebody complained about that. I'm like, what a dumb thing to complain about. Because if you think about the era it came from, like women, I'm sure there were women in science, but there certainly weren't enough. None. Hardly any. So anyway, that's all I've, I've heard about there, it. So. There are women in there. I mean, one thing I didn't realize about Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer does a lot of fucking. Oh. There's a lot of sex going on in Oppenheimer's life. Because, yeah, he's married uh, to a woman, mm -hmm. and he's cheating on her with another woman played by Florence Pugh. And you see a lot of Florence Pugh. Like, oh, a whole okay. Florence Pugh naked right there. So, yes, that's probably reason why the movie did pretty good in the box office so uh Florence Pugh she's the young woman that was in um uh summer wait midsummer midsummer right yep. Midsummer. okay yeah and she was a little woman yeah yep well, okay uh like the uh, uh, Killian Murphy well yeah in there and uh, Robert Robert Downey Jr is great almost unrecognizable Robert oh. Downey Jr like older Robert Downey Jr and I'm thinking is that makeup or is that just him being older. Probably makeup. Because I've seen his Instagram. He doesn't look that old. Doesn't look there. Okay. All right. Uh, so I know people love Oppenheimer. I thought it was fine. I do want to read some comments here because I did post on our um, YouTube. Right now, YouTube. Sorry. I posted our Facebook group crack. Mm -hmm. 
as well as a Twitter page. I want to give people's feedback about Christopher Nolan movies. Do you know Christopher Nolan movies? I mean, I know of like The Dark Knight. Yep. Right. Um, yep. I'm sure I've seen his movies, but I'm not like versed in a lineup. Like I couldn't name more than that the one. Nolan first. Okay. All right. But uh, I'm sure once you name them off, you'll be like, seen that one, seen that okay. one. Okay. So here's a shout out to all of our wonderful listeners from our Crackhead page as well as our um, Twitter page and Instagram. All right. So Pete from Middle Class Film Class, his favorite Christopher Nolan films, last of all to pick three. He said Prestige, The Dark Knight, and Inception. Oh, yeah. Inception. Yeah, I've seen that one. And then he said afterwards, Interstellar is just after the prestige for overall quality. So thank you very much, Pete. Check out his podcast, Middle Class Film Class. Um, the folks over at the Screen Nerds podcast said The Prestige, mm -hmm. The Dark Knight, and Inception. Uh, Mark Hoffmeyer from Deep Blue Sea podcast and others, which I can't remember right now, Mark. I apologize immensely. Do not hate me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he said Dunkirk, Inception, and Memento. Oh, Memento. I like that movie. That's my favorite one mm -hmm. of his. I really like that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one and probably The Prestige and Inception. I've never seen The Prestige, but I've seen all the other ones. The Prestige is good with uh, Christian Bale and Scarlett Johansson okay. about magicians. That was good. Oh, did that one have um, Jack? No. Wait. Uh, did it have uh, Wolverine in it? Hugh Jackman, yes. Hugh Jackman, yeah, it did, right? Yes. Okay, so yes, I have seen that actually. Okay, good movie. I just forgot what it was called. Yeah. Uh, all right, so back to my back list here. To all my... right, so uh, yeah, Earl Lux from the Parkway Theater, shout out to Earl Lux. All right. Um, he said The Dark Knight, Inception, and Prestige. Uh, our buddy Scott Davis from Movieocracy said the dark knight inception and batman begins uh nate withrow aka bubbleweed from it's time to rewind who you were on a podcast with mm -hmm. not too long ago last year discussing time crimes yep with him uh he said memento three times <laughs> oh shout to bubbleweed he's doing a whole series about memento on his podcast oh right okay. where they talk about each of the times he goes back. Oh, Lisa, the time that's he interesting. And okay. brings him and Lisa bring on a different guest on there. All right. So he says also points to perception and no, points to prestige and inception. Point to perception. I can't believe I'm putting my words together here. <laughs> points to prestige and interception, not points to perception. That's not a movie. That's <laughs> not. Uh, You're correct. So Nick Rehack, formerly a French to French Toast Sunday, and he does a show on Rabbit Hole Podcast, which I cannot remember for the life of me. Uh, he says, Prestige, Dunkirk, and The Dark Knight. And he says, he also saw Oppenheimer, and that's top three may change based on that. Uh, our buddy Michael Fitzaris said, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Inception. Uh, Jeff Johnson said, Dark Knight, Inception and Memento. Uh, Lisa Leahy, uh, wonderful host of Whatever with Jason Soto, said Memento, Inception, and The Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises is probably my favorite mm -hmm. of that Christopher Nolan Batman series. Batman series, yeah. Because of Anne Hathaway's character. And Her even. Her character sucked. What? Yeah. She was the my, cat. She was the my, cat. It wasn't even Catwoman. She was a disgrace. She, Anne Hathaway was disgraced. As a Catwoman? Yes. It was really lame, and they gave her really stupid punchlines. And oh, I thought she they, was great. No, she could have done. They, and it's not her fault. It's the way she was written. Okay. Uh, I, but I, I digress. Fair. All right. I, I mean, she can't top Michelle Pfeiffer. No one can top Michelle Pfeiffer. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. You think, she okay. was great. As Catwoman, are you kidding me? Or she was she was amazing. Or, as Catwoman. Or, or the kid was good, but I put Michelle Pfeiffer as well. Michelle Pfeiffer's up there too. Yeah, I'm not saying. And probably I, I would say well because what because Eartha Kitt was was Catwoman on the TV series. 
See, I, I even put Eartha Kitt below the Julie Newmar. That's Catwoman right there. I love Eartha Kitt. See, I, I, you can't can't sway me. I gotta put like I gotta put Anne Hathaway above Eartha Kitt too. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. But I know a lot of listeners will probably disagree. Okay. I will gladly burn in hell. I don't know. Save you a seat. All right. Save you a seat. Sweet. Live in the same apartments. All right. <laughs> okay. Moving on here. Uh, so we we'll have roommates again. We will be <laughs> in hell. Good times. Uh, Eddie Schofield said nothing to add, just knowing that everyone posted got the right answer. Uh, Heather Bassendale Walsh yes. from the uh, podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm -hmm. on Rabbit Hole Podcast, which I cannot remember for the life of me. Um, I'm terrible. Don't even look in my direction. Sorry. Okay. I, I love you, Heather Bassendale Walsh. I'm so sorry. But you have a great podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's on, it's on Rabbit Hole Podcast. Go to rabbitholepodcast.com. So uh, she said, Memento, Inception, and Prestige. And she says that all I feel like all answers are correct. Uh, Tia and Cisco said Dunkirk, Interstellar, and Insomnia. Ooh, Insomnia is a good one. Oh, that's one I haven't seen in a hot minute. With, uh, um, I almost said Robert De Niro. Um, no, it's the guy from Jack and Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams. Oh, I was like, Robin Williams? Yeah. Well, you and who was the first person you said? <laughs> you threw me off when you when you were like Robert De Niro. I was like, what? Well, I, well, I think about Insomnia. I'm like, who the hell is Insomnia? So and then Robert. whenever somebody says Robert De Niro, and they're like, no, 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 not that one. Um, and then I'm like, Al Pacino. Like I always get those two. <laughs> so for you to do to the one, you know, and then go, no, Robin Williams. Lord help you. But Al Pacino was in Insomnia as well. So, okay. Okay, you're right there. Uh, got a lot of people comments on here. Okay. So, and then Tony, oh, sorry, I missed one person here. Kristen Lay from the group May, M.A.Y. Uh, she said Oppenheimer was really incredible. Uh, Tony Cruden of um, of the podcast that I was guest on, the uh, Willow Man, Wicker Man, not Willow Man, Wicker Man. Tony Cruden, Tony Cruden from the Wicker Man podcast said Prestige, Inception, and The Dark Knight. Uh, Tara Grimer said there are no wrong answers here hmm. except tenant that would be wrong except what tenant 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 oh i've never even heard of it tenant uh i imagine it's about someone who's a tenant no <laughs> <laughs> uh no it's that when we were kind of one person's going back forward in time and then the have to go backwards in time that doesn't make sense to solve something I, I don't understand either um I can't remember who's in that right now. Okay, well, who cares? We'll, we'll move on. Well, I'll take Tara's advice and just know that it's garbage. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And then lastly, uh, Evan Cream said Memento, Inception, and The Dark Knight. All right. So I'll, all of those are great. Thank you. Thank you very much for your comments, everyone. I appreciate that. Um, but now we're going to get into our kind of thoughts about Barbie. Okay. Sorry, a little kid walked by and he was cute. We're, we can't just right now, but we are recording these episodes at the Central Park Library here in beautiful Columbia Heights. Beautiful Columbia Heights. Yeah. Uh, that's why we got this beautiful Art Deco background behind us no, here. No, uh, two-tone, if anything. Two-tone right there. Definitely not Art Deco. Uh, but I, I would know. I would have pointed it out immediately. This is just basic. <laughs> I think that's a whiteboard. Probably is. As far as I can tell. <laughs> we were yeah. back. Anyway. So before we you saw the movie, mm -hmm. when the movie was just coming to be made mm -hmm. and whatnot, uh, give us your thoughts about the marketing. Well, the first preview I saw was the the um, Space Odyssey. Yes, the 2001 Space 2001 Odyssey. 2001 Space Odyssey. Um, Re, like reshoot but in barbie yes and i didn't know i had no i mean they didn't give you any context of like what this movie was going to be about yeah except you knew that margot robbie was going to be barbie mm -hmm. um i was excited because i i don't care i fucking love barbies i love barbies as a kid and i still like barbies I'm not gonna lie they're right. fun i like to look at them like i'll go to target and i'll hit the barbie aisle just to see like what new stuff they have because i think that stuff was always really fun and my kids really liked barbie too so I was just really excited. I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm gonna, I'm there for it. Yeah, like I, I think it's crazy that like people had reservations about it from that first preview, 
But like nobody batted an eye when there was like fucking Transformers movie. Cause trans- that was a that was a that was a toy in the eighties, and I fucking love those movies. Those movies are great. See, but Transformers didn't do an homage to Stanley Kubrick's two thousand one Space Odyssey. That's what got me oh. excited about the movie. <gasps> Remind me that I have something for you in my car. Okay, awesome. In fact, can you hold down the fort for a hot second? I'm oh, gonna go get it. Okay, I I will hold down the fort. No, for- I'll do it at okay. the end. I'll do it at the end. It's okay. Okay. I'll do it at the end. So when I first saw that trailer, yes, and they did the homage to 2001, I'm like, oh wow, I think only a few of us movie geeks are going to be excited about this. Yeah, and I was when I saw. I didn't know it was frame life. for frame. I mean, I knew, I recognized the song, mm-hmm. and you know the score or whatever. But then, but I didn't realize it was frame for frame. Um, so when I saw them. To, like next to each other playing frame for frame i was like that's really good yeah that was really smart i yeah. really liked it yeah yeah and that's what the uh we just talked about the uh the trailer for it the little teaser which is the opening scene mm-hmm. of the movie yes of these girls playing with this doll you have helen mir coming in with the narration saying for years little girls only had babies yeah to play with that's right and it was fun for a little bit yeah fun for a little bit <laughs> but you're right the opening shots they have is the exact same opening shots yeah from the movie itself and when i saw it in theaters i was like applauding and laughing and i must have been the only person yeah. in that theater probably just nobody else got really where that was from teaching out there yeah and i was in the way i went to see it another time i was teaching out other references to movies like oh wow that's from that movie playtime Mm. Um, or that's the same outfit that uh, Captain Denouve wore in the Umbrella of the I did not. Okay. I see, but you're way more into like movie geekdom than I'm me. Very much into so, like, you you pointing those things out, and then I've seen a few um, like videos where people are like, this is reminiscent of this scene in this movie, and I like next to each other. Yeah. They do like frame shots and it's really interesting i think it's really smart and a lot of like see when i, I watched the um film interview with margot Mart not margot robbie Greta gerwig mm-hmm. about her influences and a lot of her influences are a lot of like uh french new wave yeah features yeah uh, stuff from there uh homages like the red shoes and wizard of oz uh but yeah the set design mm-hmm. is very much reminiscent of those old Hollywood musicals mm-hmm. where they use a lot of no fill sets because most movies made now are just done with the green screen. Yeah. And Margot Robbie, not Margot Robbie, she's a producer, Greg 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 Greg. and her production designers were like, you know what, we are going to make this look uh, artificial reality. Yeah. And I know that they, Greta Gerwig and had uh, reached out to person who did like set design or whatever for um the Truman show. Oh to yes. try to to understand how to do the, the artificial lighting. Yep. So that was really interesting. But yeah, the good thing mentioned in uh, Barbie World. Yeah. yeah. Good thing mentioned the Truman show because that was definitely one of the uh visual influences on there. Mm-hmm. Um, in Barbie World. In Barbie World, yeah. yeah. Uh but just kind of going into the movie, we're not gonna go a big thing long with like Barbie. Uh one aren't we well, one of the things that I love the best about Barbie World mm-hmm. is that they kept it consistent with how girls would play with those toys. Yes. I like, Go ahead. I like the fact when Barbie, you know, goes to a room, she doesn't just walk downstairs, she floats. Yes. All right. When she goes down the slide, she's just on her toes right. into the water, and the water is like all plastic. Right. She's walking on the water. That's right. I that's love- how it is when you have a Barbie dream house. The pool is just kind of a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> you just walk on it. Yeah. And her closet was very much like how the clothes were displayed. In, in the in packaging. The, in the pack. Yes. Which was really cool. And I really enjoyed how, like, when you see all of the the, the buildings in Barbie world, how they don't have a, the front. They don't have walls. They yeah. just have a back wall. Mm-hmm. And then some interior walls that you get to see because that is exactly how a Barbie playhouse is. Yeah, I, it was very, really cool. I liked it. Very, and like when she drives her car, she's not even driving. She's no. like, "Hi." <laughs> uh, or when she eats or drinks, 
that was really that was really cute that yeah. was great and then she goes to the real world and then she, that water spills on her it's like oh maybe she's having liquids uh, <laughs> or when she takes a shower and there's like no water yeah <laughs> i laughed so hard at that and i think i was the one of the only ones laughing i was like that's so comical yeah. because it's like exactly how you would play with it in in like in your in your in your house like she takes a shower but there's no water mm -hmm. so i thought that was really a smart i loved how they did that yeah so everything from just design and then i just really liked the storyline of her coming to her own and I, I i imagine for a woman that a lot of messages messages on there have to be a lot more powerful oh, yeah. for you than this guy watching it but i will say this uh, Ryan Goslin, Ken, mm -hmm. very funny, uh, especially when he goes back to Barbie world mm -hmm. to change it around there. Yes. Him in the real world was great. So funny. When, like his realization, the, like when the, the woman asked him for the time and he's like, what? You respect me. You respect me. <laughs> and then when he goes back then, to Barbie world, he's got like three watches. Yes. <laughs> like, I've always got the time. Uh, and I know that a lot of people have given this, a lot of like other men have been given this movie flack, saying that it's anti-man and everything. So and stupid. some of you motherfuckers just gotta have a sense of humor. Right? Not only that, but like, do you not see that that's how women were treated forever? Yeah. But you just can't, like you can dish it out, but you can't even begin to like take it, even in the context of like a movie that is, it's like social commentary movie. Yeah. And I don't think very group is saying this about like, all guys are this way. No. But a good portion of you motherfuckers are this way. Yeah. And you need to be told about your bullshit. And I'm grateful that it is. And, and women need to be told about their bullshit too. So don't get all, yeah. don't get your, your fucking boxers in a bunch, bitches. Yeah. Okay? Just oh. pull it out of your asshole and just calm down. Because for the most part, that is how women are treated and have been treated. And for you to see it, for men to see uh, men portrayed as the accessory is like, I don't know why it's so, it's like, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> Such a little bitch. I just love the way how the Barbies were trying to get their world back and the way they got the Barbies away Oh yeah, them. yes. Uh the things they had, the thing the scene they had about the Godfather was probably my favorite. Would you please explain the Godfather? Oh god, to me? yes. Because <laughs> I've done that before and yeah. I've known other guys that have done it before. So I am guilty of like explaining like, oh Godfather's great. You just understand the themes of family and their crime family. So yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Kind of, like bullshit. You know what kind of reminds me of a little bit, our buddy Dave. Oh yeah. Because I don't think he never did with the Godfather, and I love you, Dave. But I remember back in the day when we watched movies with him, and we'd be watching it, and they'll stop like halfway through to explain <laughs> something. Else. Did he really? I've never noticed. Oh, he did. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I probably wasn't. My ADHD is so strong. I was probably like, yeah, probably like busy fucking around in another room. Uh, probably when that happened. <laughs> like, where's Ashley? Yeah, as usual. Maybe she went downstairs to like straighten up a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. She noticed was a mess. Oh. Three weeks ago. Oh, but here's some fun facts here about right, the Barbie movie that I found out about. So when Barbie goes to the real world, yes, and she's at the school with those three girls mm -hmm. that are there. Those three girls are supposed to represent brats. That Carolina oh, brats. Yes, got it. Because I believe their names that are mentioned are the first three brat, brat dolls. dolls. That's really good. I did not know that. That were good. And then there's a sequence where barbie is on a bench and she meets this older woman yes and she says to her wow you're really beautiful yes and she goes i know i know it uh well that girl is that the, woman that woman is the daughter of the real ruth handler so that's barbie that's barbie that's the oh that's, that's really the adorable. original barbie that's yes. wonderful so i thought that was that too. so when she says that line i know it that makes sense because she is the actual original barbie right that's thought, really great i thought it was a very kind of cool thing so i uh yeah I that mean, was two you said you had three did i have three i said a few there oh a few okay. i had a few if i said three i apologize no you, i think you said it that's just one and in my head i was like yeah three. that's once i could just think about the top of my head um 
But yeah, as a comedy, what's odd about Barbie movie is that you have the writer of Marriage Story. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, writer of Marriage Story and the director of uh, Lady Bird. Okay. Get the, they wrote the script for a Barbie movie. They, they were producing this movie with Marta Robbie. Right. And I found it to be an odd thing for a studio to give them this movie because they are known for doing a lot of the artsy films that right. I like and you've grown at. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones that wrote the story for this and Marta Robbie produced it. I think that's a really great thing and I'm hoping that maybe more filmmakers or producers will give the reins to mm -hmm. their IPs to independent filmmakers because yeah. you don't know what they're going to do with it. Um, I think what producer Mark Robbie did and Greg Kerwig and Noah Bombach, all of them just put together a really, really great feature. Uh, very funny. Um, it had a movie that made you laugh. Mm -hmm. Certainly made people cry. Uh, yeah, it, it made me laugh. So I had a... Did you cry? Mm -hmm. at the, okay, no, did you cry at the speech? At I that? didn't well, maybe I did the first time I saw it. I cried a little bit, yeah. Did you cry the speech that America Ferrara gave? Yeah, that's okay. the one. But but what stands out to me is how I I got told by a theater attendant to calm down. So what okay, what okay. We were on the lamp cast to talk about yeah. the Barbie. But oh, we the, did it into Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did wait what what scene was it in that you were laughing so hard or do you remember? You know, I it was I think it was um when Ken uh has his like song and he's like, but I'm just Ken. Yes, and somebody the row in front of us was also very rowdy, and um one of them yelled something about Ken being hot or something, and I re I had a rebuttal and then but I was laughing really loud because it, it was a really funny movie. It was, yeah. And I, I'm, I guess, too loud. I'm too loud. I'm, I enjoy a movie too much. I did say to the theater, theater attendant, I said, I'm sorry for laughing so loud at this comedy. Mm. Like, I just think it's so stupid when people get all bent out of shape because I can't help how loud I laugh. No. Like, I'm, I can't. I mean, so I could, but then I don't enjoy it as much. And I'm not going to, like stifle my enjoyment because you're a fucking crybaby yeah those two producers out there in studios if you want someone to give good reaction to your comedies <laughs> to comedies okay please get my uh close tears and passes to go see movies because <laughs> if you made a comedy it doesn't matter how bad the joke is sometimes i love a pun so when people think that's comedy trash i fucking love it yeah, okay. i don't give a shit she'll laugh at things that I'm surprised to like are funny. And I, I just think it's so adorably great that you laughed. Because <laughs> when, when we went and saw um, that uh, Studio 666. Yeah, where I got yelled at by the lady. Yeah, I got yelled. I get, I get in trouble a lot <laughs> for being too uh, jubilant, I guess. Yeah, but you're just really into it. And I freaking love that. And, yeah. You, know, well, you bring a passion to the I get into going. it. I get into it. What yeah. can I say? Uh, if you're at the Parkway Theater, shout out to the Parkway Theater. They never shut anyone up for laughing. Thank God. Never. Thanks, guys. So the Parkway Theater is always a great time to see movies because I went to see Back to the Future mm -hmm. over there, and people were saying like comments and laughing at I stuff. I think that's yeah. great. It, it's a it's the Parkway is a much more of a community yeah event, and you can become friends with other people and just talk to each other yeah. after the film is done with. So yeah, big shout out to Parkway Theater. I think they're absolutely great. Uh, we love them. Uh, we're hopefully going to try to do more work there later yes. on this year. So I'm going to go get that thing. You're going to get that thing? That's all I can think well, about because okay. well, my then, brain is like... Well, before you go, let's yes. give our final score of Barbie. Okay. I'll go to commercial. A million out of ten. A million out of ten. Okay. I loved it. I've seen it twice. I'll, I will see it thrice. I When I first saw it, I gave it only three stars. Out of ten? Out of out five. five. Out of oh, five. Okay. I only had three stars. Okay. All right. But then when I saw it again... Yeah, it's, it's a five-star movie. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's yeah. fucking incredible. It's, it's actually All right, I'll be right back. We'll be back for time. messages. We'll be right back.
Hello everyone, The Vern here from Cinema Recall here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It picks up the most trended articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. Check it out, and now, back to the show. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time, I can't understand why you voice. voice. This is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just... Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is the Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week, we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it, whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before, and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. It's been in my car since November when I got it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's only been almost a whole year. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> And then oh. I go to get it the one time I freaking remember. Well, thank you very much for getting me something. Well, that was nice of you. All right. Well, where is it? That was cool. <laughs> I had to hold down the fort here, and it was not easy to do. There's no one here to talk to. I know. Oh, um, oh well. What other movies that I we did see that was new? Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Cinema Recall Podcast. I want to talk really briefly about the Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yes. The Tao Destiny. Allow us to delve into the dial of destiny. You, I really, I was just rather bad. I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was a bit long. I do agree with that. But other than that, I really enjoyed how they used uh, like CGI to make Harrison Ford young again at yeah. the beginning. That was pretty cool. Um, I was surprised by that. I know. I was like, oh, they did a good job. They did a really good job. Yeah. I was impressed. And I thought the storyline was really good. Mm -hmm. um, I even liked the girl that they have on there, which I cannot remember her name. Oh, yes. Off the top of my head yeah. here. Um, what is her name? Oh, uh, yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Okay. Who played the goddaughter of Indiana Jones. And yes. I thought it was great that they did that and not try to cast someone else as like a love interest. Right. Because... Indiana Jones is getting much too old right now. Yeah. And so I really like the fact that they did that. I thought that she was and better than the yeah. other guy from the Crystal Skull. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf right there. Shia LaBeouf. Hiding just... in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that song? I, yeah. <laughs> I thought that Fever on Bridge had much more chemistry mm -hmm. and it was a better actor. And I just overall enjoyed the storyline. It felt like a return. To old Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, I thought it was great. So very much fun. I like the way that they incorporated uh, Harrison Ford being older to have him do the type of stunts that an old person right would do yeah. at the time. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. It does get to be a little bit long. Yeah. In sessions, I I like the very first sequence. Mm -hmm. Of him as younger Indiana Jones, but I thought that part they could have just cut down. Cut down, yeah, I agree. I scenes. felt like that was a little long. Um, a lot of like the train fight. Yes, they could have, they could have cut that down. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, I really liked it. I had injured my back the day before. Oh yeah. And so, like, I was ha I, I'm glad I, I wasn't. I'm not the only one who thought it was long. I thought maybe I thought it was long because my back was really like I couldn't sit in a particular way for a while, like I always had to adjust. But but I'm like, no, I really think it's just like, there were a few scenes that were just way too long. I think what makes a lot of movies long nowadays is that I don't know why theaters have to put over 30 minutes of previews Ugh. before a movie. 
Yeah. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call you all AMC. You do not need 30 minutes of trailers. No. Before a movie. But also maybe start playing the trailers before the movie the movie start time. Oh yeah. Because I think that's a, that's super annoying. That, like, like if you're not in your if I want my movie to start if you say 7:15, like maybe play some older trailers that yeah. maybe the movie is still in theaters. And then like play one or two trailers that are like fresh and new yep. that are coming in and then start the movie. I don't yes. want to sit. I don't want to say be there at 715 and that's when they start the 30 minutes of previews. That's what happened when I saw Oppenheimer. Yeah. The movie is three hours long by itself. And then they tap in another 35 minutes of previews, mm -hmm. which is really annoying, especially for people who are on schedules. Yeah. And they want to get, or they have their own lives for work. Right? Oh yeah, three-hour movie last perfect. I'll get here at this time. I'll be done by here, and I yeah, go to work. Right. Yeah. No. So. No. And also, I hate, um, like, if you're gonna have a three-hour movie, give us, give us a ten-minute pee break. Intermission. Which, intermission. Give us a fucking intermission. I want to refill my popcorn. Yeah. I need to empty my bladder and refill my drink. Yeah. Um. I'm so tired of long movies with like I don't. And yeah, there's like apps that tell you where, like pee, whatever. Run pee. Run pee. But I don't. We're never sponsored this. Most of shots are run pee. Hi, run pee. We're some But to be honest, Hi. like I don't give a shit. I don't want to have to leave any part of the movie. Yeah. I don't want to miss any part of the movie. I paid for the movie. Like I would like to sit and enjoy it, and like give me a fuck, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Like, give me a break. Give, give me, me a break. Break, break. break me off these red kick. Oh. <laughs> you remember when Kit Kats used to be like wrapped in foil and then I the paper was on? Mm, tasted better. Okay, oh, I digress. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so anyways, that's right there. Uh, uh, and then recently I did get to see a few movies over at the Parkway and Riverview Theater. Uh, Parkway recently uh, did a 35 millimeter screening of Back to the Future, which was Fun to awesome, see. I bet. That was great. You know, we were like switched seats this time. Usually yeah. your hand is like flying in my face the whole time yeah. and nobody can see your cool gestures anymore. Oh, sorry. Am I? Yeah. No. <laughs> I take it back. All right. Uh, but did see that. And then I saw uh, uh, over at the Riverview Theater, um, saw Barbie there again. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Chinatown. Not too long ago for their minute show. And it was so What's cool. That? Chinatown is a noir thriller with Jack Nicholson Ooh, and okay. Faye Dunaway. It uh, came out in 1974, and it starts off with a guy investigating this guy for cheating on his wife. His wife hires him, and then it turns into um, government conspiracies Ooh, and whatnot. It's really good. Uh, it won like the screenplay for it won the Oscar for best screenplay. And the script is considered to be the best screenplay of all, all right. time. It's now streaming on Paramount Plus. But all right, cool. I had a buddy of mine that I never saw it before, and she was like, "Want to go see it?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah." So it was late at night on a Saturday. Fun. So yeah, so did that, uh, and then I saw some other features, but I don't want to get into that right now because I want to give a shout right now to all the actors. Mm -hmm. who are on strike right now with the Raiders and after strike. Are they still on strike? They're still on strike. I thought they came to an agreement. Did they come to an agreement? I, did, I well, thought they had. I know I that wrong. I know that certain studios mm -hmm. right, that have well a lot of independent studios are beaten with their demands and mm -hmm. so they can make movies. Okay. It's the big studios that are having got it issues oh, still. Okay. So, uh, but I writer strike update. No agreement between. That's two days ago, but they're restarting negotiations. Okay, I was just I th thought I read somewhere, but anyway, I dug. But they've been having a lot of talk about um, AI mm -hmm. taking over people's roles. You talked about Harrison Ford to age in him. Mm -hmm. They could use that same technology to make old Indiana Jones. Yeah, without Harrison Ford. Yes. Uh, you look at Barbie, Margot Robbie as Barbie, or even her as Harley Quinn. Um, they could use her likeness mm -hmm. to make movies mm. without them being there. Right. And I know. Kind of like that Black Mirror episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. which, yeah. is, which is great, by the way. Check out the new season of Black Mirror. That's actually really good, especially the first episode. The rest of them are okay. 
for that first one was actually really good with uh, Sama Hayek. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the gal, Annie something. She Annie going, Murray? Annie Murray. Okay. Annie Murphy. Murphy, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I put together, because I have chat GPT, I'm going to do something fun here, right? Uh, I put together a little script read of chat GPT because uh, people are using this for to make movies, to make scripts. I just want to have fun with the shit. So I did do a little script read right now. This is going to be just a little special bonus here. Um, actually, I'm really, I'm going to cut this part for our Patreon users. Mm, so uh, I won't be able to watch it. Our Patreon users, not yeah. now. Mm. But so no, you will be able to watch it on YouTube. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe cutting this for Patreon users, uh, but, and I'll give a shout to Patreon users a little bit here, but pull up your phone. Are you reading the script? You did? I did. Oh. I texted you the script. Um, so I didn't. Checked. You said, here's the script for a segment, and then there was nothing. No, I did. Wait, no, fuck that. What? Yeah. What? No, what? not fuck that. You didn't, you didn't hit send, but. There it is. No. Da -da -da -da. Da, 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 da. There it is. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sorry, I'm going to here's, here's set the scene. I should let people know this too. And I believe people know earlier. Uh, I'm putting together a script read of the film Clue. Yes. I read an adaptation of Clue. Ash is going to be involved and a whole bunch of people from around the podcast. I'm not Miss Scarlet. Don't get excited. You, but you're the <laughs> hot maid. I am, I guess. Yes. The, the hot <laughs> French maid. All right. So this is being for fun. We're going to do time for now. Cinema Recall Players presents. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Ashley, right, interior, NYPD interrogation room, day. Ashley, a tough, experienced detective, sits across the fern, a clumsy but well intentioned detective, as they interrogate a suspect, a sneaky looking individual named Tony. Actually, we're going to be sitting next to each other, not across. Already failing. Okay. All right, Vern, remember, let me lead on this one. You just try to keep up. Got it, Ashley. I'll be right behind you. Ashley leans forward, staring intently at Tony. All right, Tony. We've got evidence that puts you at the scene of the crime. You want to talk before we throw the book at you? I got nothing to say. Ashley raised oh. an eyebrow on <laughs> Oh, I think you'll change your tune once you realize who you're up against. Meet Detective Vern, the most feared man in NYPD. Yeah. Vern you... blushes, trying to play along. Yeah. You better believe it, Tony. I once took down a gang of balloon thieves single-handedly. Tony stifles a laugh, clearing or clearly unimpressed. Ashley shoots Vern a look, silently telling her, telling him to let her handle it. <laughs> Sarcastically. All right, Vern. <laughs> Let's show Tony what we're made of. Detective Vern has an uncanny talent for solving crimes. This, oh, I need my glasses. Uh, solving crimes with his impeccable martial arts skills. Vern clumsily stands up, knocking over his chair in the process. Prepare to be amazed. Ashley sighs face palming momentarily before composing herself. I'm sorry about Vern. He tends to get carried away sometimes. Now, Tony, let's get back to business. You're in deep trouble if you don't cooperate. <laughs> you two, you can't be serious. Come on, look at you. Vern overhears the comment and tries to show off his skills by attempting a high kick but fails miserably, stumbling in the process. Oh, oh no, there you go. Ouch! As she tries to hold back her laughter, try to maintain her tough demeanor. Deadly knee strikes are his specialty. I, I don't understand the script at all. This is why AI is not going to take us anywhere. No, it's not. Don't you guys worry. AI's not taking over. Like, we didn't get anywhere in that interrogation. That was silly. Is that all they had to be? Yeah. Was Wait, there more? There was some things in the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay. Was there more? <laughs> no, that was it. That's it. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
So okay, as well, you can see, it's terrible. Well, I I I selected all. Mm, it didn't select. It didn't all. select all there. Mm. We're gonna stop this. We're gonna stop <laughs> that right there. But I just want to just prove that point that I just had ChatGPT write a script of a yeah. police interrogation scene, and we're just us yeah. in a recall, and that's what it did. Why did it make me the clumsy inept one? I don't know, but it seems correct. I don't know. It's like they knew me. It's like they knew you. It's like they knew <sighs> us. Oh, that is true. If we did prepare in a comedy show or a police mm -hmm. a show, I would be mm -hmm. the very goofy one. Yeah. I think, oh, that's right, studios, we need to- I'd be the tough one. We need to remake- Because, you know, look at me. Tough. Well, you're, <laughs> you're like the old late Rizzer cop that's been, you know, like doing crime work yeah, for Yeah, I'm the old Grizzled. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you're old, like, you know, I'm the old Grizzled one. The, the, the very tough one that's, you know, nah. you know had a poke, like, everyone's bullshit for a while. That's and right. I'm the very much innocent, uh, very clumsy, Yes, he's guy. definitely that. Uh, that's just not quite sure how things work and very nonchalant mm -hmm. and nervous and whatnot. Mm. But we're getting to the end of our show here, folks. Uh, we talked about Oppenheimer, Dr. Barbarity, Indiana Jones, these movies that are probably way older now. We didn't talk about how you can buy my underpants. DM me. Oh, yes. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, so. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, seriously, uh, I mean, I'm not opposed. I'm just saying it really wasn't on, it wasn't the topic. topic. I'm just saying, like, I could use some extra bucks. Yeah. So if you are interested in some if you want to weird have... underpants, I don't know why hey. I don't know why I said that. Right. Email us to recall at gmail.com. Email me for my old underwear. Yep. Actually, email us. Vern has old underwear. Yeah, I do. I'll do some old underwear as well. Right. All right. You want me to wear an old sock? I'll do that. Yeah. All right. mm -hmm. People just, if you want to wear, so if like listeners want to give you stuff to wear, you wear them. Yeah. Like, and then I set it back for mine. Yeah. yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. No, did we're, I, no, did we're, I fuck it up? No, we're still okay, there. Good. It's all good. Sorry. We're all good. Uh, but we're going to wrap up things right now. Uh, I do know that I was recently on, uh, like I said before, an episode of the Wicker Man podcast. Uh, you can check out our guest spot on the Lambcast talking about Barbie on there. Oh, yeah, you guys can hear me get talked over. That's fun. Yes, sorry about that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, why are you apologizing? Well, you can do it. Mm. Sorry, yep. you got Do you want to, if you want to hear someone, you want to hear a uh, cool podcast where two women barely get to say a thing about Barbie. a movie about <laughs> women and how we're mistreated. Yeah, go ahead, take a listen. <laughs> About, um, I'll probably never get asked to be on their podcast again over this, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> I don't mind. No, I, I, I mean, I, I do mind a little bit, but seriously. No, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's probably, I do agree. I wasn't a fan of how that, that no. one went down. Uh, but anyway, I digress. All right. So thank you everyone for listening to us and watching us here. <laughs> I said, recall. Are you gonna are you gonna you're gonna edit that out later? No, I'm not. No, I am not gonna edit that out. Anyway, I I didn't get a chance to talk to uh, it's, it's uh, the host of the show yeah. about it, um, and I feel bad. It just it I it was just poorly done. It was yeah. He, it, and I wasn't the like the other gal that was on. Uh, what was uh, Jeanette. Jeanette. She yeah. she didn't get Jeanette to say a lot either. Yeah, which I found to be kind of. I know that he brought people on to talk about Barbie and his pretty women and. Was doing my best to just have women to say stuff. Yep. Because um, I. Yeah. That was my takeaway. Clearly, and that was a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still. That's all I can think about when that gets brought up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one last thing to say about Barbie <clears throat> is I would live in a world where uh, women were presidents, and I was just a lower person on the totem pole. You would like that. Would I, 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 I want to be ruled over. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I just want to be. High five for I just want to be put into someone's like home yeah. closet and just have it be brought out. Yeah, we every want. Once in a while. You want to be an accessory. I want to be an accessory. Hundred percent. Vern can be your your accessory. Yep. Take him on a. We could dress him up, make him into Daddy Barbie. Yeah. All right. Daddy Ken. Remember yeah. when we got you that sleek haircut? You did. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and he. You could rent Vern. As your accessory yeah. for uh, for a night. For a night. Also send us week. an email. Yes, you know. <laughs> we gotta we gotta be able to pay for uh you know 
our new equipment and shit. So yeah, I, I, I do with space here too. We got people that. Oh yeah, the free public library. <laughs> Cosplay to be here for this shit, folks. Oh, I don't um, even have anything to say about that. But I do want to give a uh, quick shout out right now to all of our Patreon supporters. Oh and boy, here we go. Here. So shout out here to we go. Jason Soto from <laughs> Rap Roll Podcast. Hello, Jason. <laughs> I'll let me do this now. Uh, and then we gotta give a shout out to Jeanette Miller from AKA Jeanette. Jeanette Miller from AKA Jeanette. I wouldn't use that take. <laughs> Donnie Roberts from the Deep Sea Anthologies and formerly of a Cage's Kiss. What up, Donnie? Linda Castro from Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks. Hey, Linda. Uh, and then we have Matt and Ashley from Ashley at the Movies. <laughs> And then we got the <laughs> Jen McQuaid from Shocked and Applaud. Shocked and Applaud. Now, I didn't mention Naomi and Lydia because they're no longer Patreon supporters. It's, it's just Jen. Rude. But it's okay. They put together, they used to be just, it used to be just Shocked and Applaud. Yeah. As a Patreon members. And now it's just a Jen. So still just only one Jen. person. Just Jen. <laughs> so got thank it. you, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Uh, and then lastly, our former guitarist. Yeah, by the way. Girlfriend. Harvey. Harvey. Harvey left our band. Your but he's still friend. our Patreon. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Thanks, H buddy. Him and uh, Donnie are top paying members. Ooh, darling. They they pay the most for our Patreon. Well, thanks, guys. We so, appreciate you. Much so. But and, also we need a new guitarist, so hit us up. Yeah, we need I, we need more Patreon members too. So Oh, well, I mean there's that. As but... well. We need that more. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Speak for yourself. But if you like support if you want to support us on the show. Uh, please do so by leaving us a comment and review on your favorite podcast app. Uh, join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash cinemarecallpod. Uh, if you are a Patreon member, like I said, you'll get audio version earlier. Uh-oh. Well, How know. long has that been out? That's a question. <laughs> you know what? I'm not quite sure. Oh, well. Uh, I, I'm Hopefully, I will just take the video from here and just do it that way. Well... Does it just keep coming out now? No, it's... Uh, Allow me to hold it in place. Ah. Uh, what do I hold? Nope. Nope. Did we stop? Oh, God damn it. It stopped earlier. Whoa. How much earlier? Well, shit. <laughs> Louder than this because this should have been recorded more, but it did not. Damn it. Sorry, I will take the video off of uh, the YouTube here. Damn. I don't anyway. know. How much longer do I have to hold this? No, you let go. Let go out. I want to hold it. It's great. You're good. Yay! All right, so I will have to take the video <laughs> off of the YouTube Dang. and just do it this way. All right, folks. Uh, but thank you very much for checking us out. We love you all very much. Thank you. And hoping that you did. If you watch us on here, hopefully we'll be better at this because I really <laughs> want to have the audio be here. <sighs> Crap. All right. Anyways, folks, that's it. Thank you. Love you all very much. Take care. All right, shit, I'm an idiot. I totally forgot to do this during our live recording. That's what's going to sound kind of a little bit off on the actual, but it should be fine. Uh, we're Batson Recall Podcast, and I posted to our Facebook group, Crack, as well as on uh, Twitter, which is no longer Twitter anymore. It's now called X. Okay. Which is really fucking stupid. Um... You know, Elon Musk, you're really trying way too hard, dude. Just, just be, just go live in your million, billion dollar home and shut the fuck up, man. Thank you. Just quit. Just quit trying. Quit trying. No one likes you. Ugh. We don't care. Like, we get it. You're rich. Gross. Go on. All right. Uh, but I had people comment on our Facebook group about Margot Robbie, and I wanted them to list their three favorite movies with Margot Robbie. Uh, Mine off the top of my head right now is I, Tanya. Oh, yeah, that was great. And The Wolf of Wall Street and Barbie. All right. That would be my three. Um, all right. But here's what people had to say on our social meets. Uh, Anders Holmes said, Loved her performance in The Wolf of Wall Street. Really holds her own against a lot of big stars like DiCaprio. And also, she's a great Harley Quinn. Yes. Indeed. I, I think The Suicide Squad is a great movie. Yes. And I liked your Harley Quinn movie as well. In fact, I got to rewatch all three of those. I didn't watch the Harley Quinn movie. 
You didn't? The birds of prey? Nope. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I just, just haven't. It's not that I like don't like the character. Just it just hasn't been on. It's like off my radar. Completely. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Uh, Jeff Schobel said I, Tanya. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kevin the Quirk said Babylon and Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and then SW, the Darkened Saga, said Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Film Geek Time Machine Podcast said I, Tanya. And our folks said Film Rage Podcast, uh, Jim and Bryce and Murray said I, Tanya, by a landslide. All right. Yeah, I thought she was fabulous in that movie, so... Agreed. Agreed. I, Tanya was the winner. Yeah, very good. Rap. All right, rock and roll. And where is my thing here? I right, go back to music there. <laughs>